Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer and friends. And that friend would be Kim Stark. Hi, Kim. How are you? <laughs> that friend tonight. At least we yeah. have each other. <laughs> so, Kim, how was your day? It was just lovely. We had such a fun time. A nice life experience of kids and getting into um, tiffs, if you will. Mm -hmm. See, so Kim is like a real parent having to deal with all these things that go on with real parenting and mm -hmm. life and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's, our, it's our Elements of Health Health Club show tonight. Elements, uh, how many locations do they have, Kim? My wife, they've got three locations. They've got one in Springfield. They've got one at Oakway. And then there's one in West Eugene. So you and can every, find one wherever you're at. <laughs> and every week they give a, a, a membership. Tell people about that. Yeah. So you guys, so on Tuesdays is our health segments. And so um, Elements, they're so great over there. Ryan is offered to give a 30 day, like a 30 day, a whole month free membership. So if you haven't gone, this is your chance to check it out for a whole month. If you're already a member and you want to guess when we have a trivia question on here, you can get your um, month paid for. So it's a win-win. So you can get a 30 day free trial. So tonight's question is what? Okay, tonight's question, since it's graduation time, as you all know, by the cars everywhere, right, um, is why do graduates wear robes or gowns? And if you guys know the answer to that, please type it in here. We can see who gets it first. And um, we'll keep this question up for the show. I figure a graduation theme. So is, can I just, is, is it so that they wouldn't be, otherwise they'd be naked? Okay, well, a good point, good point. But you know, well, I wasn't naked under mine, so I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you mean, oh my gosh, all these years later, you mean I was supposed to wear clothes? You know, that? you were supposed to have clothes on under there, Rick. It was. <laughs> no, no wonder I got an ovation when I bent over. And, and That's, yeah, yeah. Everybody saw more than they bargained for. Yeah. I wore, a hat, I wore the hospital gown. Was that not right? <laughs> yeah. With the little thing that doesn't tie around completely. <laughs> it's like, do you just want to look at my crack or what? Oh my I mean, gosh, those things are the this? worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can never figure out how to tie them. So you guys, our show is sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. It's also Elements Health Clubs of Lane County. Uh, those are our two sponsors. Oh, and we also have Albert Taylor tonight sponsoring our show as well. Oh, so we've got lots yeah. of stuff going on. Hi, Tina. How are you? Um, <laughs> let me roll the open. And then, Kim, we're going to go to uh, Livingston, Montana. I'm going to show you some flood video. Yes. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the, bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have... Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... We'll see you at five. All right. Oh, to symbolize their achievement... Uh, well, yes, good point. Um, where do the traditions start? But yes, yes, that was a good answer. Don't you love it? We always, I ask a question, I get all these good answers. It's like, yes. But is that not the right one? That, that's not the, the one I was looking for. Sorry. Okay, okay. Right. keep guessing, folks. So Kim, as you saw last night on the show, we had a live from Livingston, Montana. It has been raining like crazy. Well, the problem is, it's the mountains, it's warm. So the mountain snow is melting in the Rockies and then it yeah. comes down you, and you got the Yellowstone coming through Yellowstone and then through the Paradise Valley and then into Livingston and down to Big Timber. Right. And when that stuff starts going, this is like a, a 500 year flood that they just oh don't get. And so it's pouring through. And let me show you this video. This is oh some video God. somebody took that was online. This is a, a, 
a work quarters for park employees that's in the town of Gardner, which is right about an hour from where Livingston is. So here's the okay. video. And then we had video today, there's video online of that house. A friend of mine sent it to me it, downstream, crushing into the bridge. It's like it just goes right into the bridge and crush. So Jesse um, lives in Livingston and it was the water, they have a, a dike system there yeah. by this park and the water actually got up to that and people were sandbagging, a lot of, a lot of destruction. Um, I guess people are back. Things are settling down. The river's back down. In fact, Jesse just went out like oh, 20 minutes ago and shot this video. And is there being evacuated in the there? They were yesterday, yeah. This is the river, which is over the top high still. And. Wow, well, I can see why they had to close the park and everything around there. Well, he said that the, um, there was also bridges, like iron bridges that are railroad bridges that just were, that was crushing it. They were floating down the river. And then there's a bridge, a bridge right at the edge of Livingston that was now damaged. And he was going to go down to this one location to get video. And he said they won't let you in there because that bridge is crooked and it's you know doing stuff. And they don't know Isn't what's going amazing that water can be that powerful? I just always am amazed yeah. by that. And, and it's going to now they are getting yesterday. People were um, were stuck in Gardner, this little town right in right on the edge of Yellowstone. Literally, the gate to Yellowstone is right there. Okay. And the, okay. half the yeah. road was washed out. So what they did is highway crews did a hell of a job, they said, and went in and got those roads shored up. So people can get in and out. It's like one lane. But it's um, it's going to change that river in that community. Right. So it was people. He was pretty nervous. He was out rescuing dogs with his girlfriend. Oh, um, you know people that were having problems with that. So yeah, it's just crazy stuff. That is um, just. I mean, yeah. Okay, so here's more comments here. That was such a crazy yes. video to watch. Yeah, it, it's um, there was there was just all, of course they recognize your academic moment in the sun, the robe. No. There was a bridge that got ripped apart too. Oh, so wow. Yeah, there was. Um, and and wow, Matt's that, that house. That's Matt's so putting awesome. up some link to some other stuff. Okay, now here's. Thanks for the well wishes. I'm in. For, I'm from Bozeman. It was just in Livingston today. It's crazy, you guys. These videos and pictures do not even re represent things on the level of craziness. It's unreal. Even Gallatin Gateway is flooded, and Carson wow. Gallatin. Kendra, thanks for getting that information. And in. yeah, though it's it is. Um, and like I said, I'm in Helena, so I'm two hours away. Right. We're have, we had really gusty winds today, but we haven't had the rain as much. But the river, we have the Missouri River runs through here. Mm -hmm. It's really full and very right. muddy. And uh, but yeah, no it makes you wonder. Yeah. Here it's mostly Livingston. Uh, and the map I saw took it all the way down to Big Timber too. It's uh, but yeah, you know, it's devastating. And people, Please. you know, you you they're sandbagging. They had notices on the city website. Yeah. Um, Facebook pages for people mm -hmm. to get out and then get down there and help fill sandbags for their neighbors and stuff. I mean, just crazy. Yeah. Well, you can imagine if someone was in that house. I mean, that was 
crazy. Yeah, they, I think they they knew that was coming down. So they, yeah. it reminds yeah. me of the Matthews home. Remember in, in Springfield yes. when mm-hmm. the river changed because neighbors across the street could rip right. right out in the stream? Yep, and, that's right. Uh, Mm-hmm. Their house went and which just went into the river. And the crazy thing with that story, too, was that the federal government and the Army Corps of Engineers, one said you can't have a permit to get you need. One said you need a permit to get all the toxic material. You, we do not want that house falling into it. But the other agency wouldn't give them a permit to get it out. So it's like, what the hell do we do? No, you know? that's so bad. I remember it's, that. That was so crazy. It's your government at work. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> the situation is getting a little bit better. But as Kendra says, um, if you're living there and it's your town, it's, oh, yeah. it's a pretty devastating thing. And it's going to take a while for, you know, for them to mm-hmm. figure out all the damage that's been done. Yeah. Is it still raining there today? Um, yes. I don't know. Kendra, do you, you're watch, if you're watching, are you, you were in Livingston. I can't remember what just said. Is it still raining there today? Um, okay, so anyway, our, um, I was talking to Sarah, and she sent a little video. She's been under the weather yes. and feeling not too well. I think it's allergies or something. And yeah. But I said, you should do something on um, – talk to us a little bit about recovery. And yeah, hospital. we know how she doesn't want to rest like like you, Rick. And so yeah. she did not want to have to <laughs> to deal with that, but it's so important. So she, I'm glad she is realizing that, right? We'll give her a hard time. <laughs> Um, Kendra says they have rain or wind and it could oh. rain at any moment. Oh, so yeah, wouldn't that be, that would be the scary thing is to right. think, okay, we already got this much water. We don't want any more rain, you know? I so know. let's listen to what Sarah had to say today. Self-care. So let's talk real quickly about the importance of those. And yes, I'm in the car, but no, I am not driving. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so those rest and recovery days when you're working out are super, super important. Allowing your muscles to repair themselves from the tiny little micro tears that we do while we work out. And those recovery days allow them to repair and rebuild, and that's how we grow. So they are a vital part to your uh, fitness journey. The other thing is self-care, right? So if you are not feeling great for whatever reason it is, mental, physical, uh, whatever, emotional, if you need a day off, take it, and take it without shame or guilt, without feeling like you've done something wrong. Give yourself permission to rest and just be and then know that the next day you can get right back on it. It's not gonna change everything by taking a time off. In fact, it will probably fuel you into doing better the next day. <laughs> I love That's, that her son was driving her while she was <laughs> Well, and she knows from doing that before that you have to prove it or people got that all oh, they and you shouldn't be driving. Yeah, so, right. I know. So recovery, it, it, it really is important then. Okay. And also rest to like sleep is so important. So rest and recovery, if you're exercising and you need to force yourself to take a day or two off. And Sarah has learned the hard way this week with her horrible things she's dealing with. Um, But also sleep is so like, okay, so sleep boosts our immune system. So we don't think about it, but when during COVID and all this stuff, a lot of people weren't sleeping, we were so on edge and that then caused us to get it right. So you need to boost your immune system, immune system with that sleep. It also improves memory, Rick. So on those days when we don't get a lot of sleep and you're thinking, um, I have no memory today. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep lately. It's been so crazy with end of the school year and I'm definitely losing my memory. I will tell you that. It is very obvious. I have to write things down on a piece of paper. Yep, because we're old school and we write stuff down. Mm -hmm. Well, if I think of something that I need to do, otherwise it's like two minutes later and it's like. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. And also, do you ever like lay awake? Because at night is when I'm finally like, okay, I'm trying to go to sleep. That's the worst time when your mind races. Do you get up and write stuff down if you're if you do that? Or do you? Okay. So I have found that that's the only way I can go to sleep. If I just lay there, I will not be able to. Yeah. 
I'll get up and well, see. And another thing that I do for sleep um, or lack thereof is sometimes if I'm just rolling and tossing in the position, I just I've learned I get up, I go out, get a blanket, mm-hmm. lay on the couch, and I might fall asleep for a half an hour, an hour, and then I wake back up and then I go back to bed and I'm fine. It's just it's almost getting into a different position, getting in a different place because I think I'm laying there and I'm going, okay, I didn't get this done and I need to call Kim and why did Kim not do this? Why (laughs) did Kim yell at me? Well, sleeping on your side is one thing I read that helps. So you're on the right track. We should see if people have their own tips of, I would love to hear other people and what they use. I use more milk for the kids. So what are your guys guys, write down there just for us and for Kim and all the rest of us is (laughs) what would you, what do you do? Uh, to help you fall asleep when you can't yeah. go back to sleep. What is I your know you guys have tricks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know she, I mean, I remember people used to drink warm milk, my mom yep. would say. Yep. Who has milk? And I don't think warm cashew milk does it. I know. I've tried. The kids, my kids still drink cow's milk. And so I, and they like drink 2%. So I put a little cinnamon in there and I do warm milk with them. It fills their tummies or peanut butter too, just to fill their, their I don't know if that, that helps them sleep. It just fills them up. So yeah. I'd love to hear what people do for that. Okay, so you guys tell us what that is. And then again, the question is, why do people wear, why do graduates wear robes and gowns? Yeah, what's the robe all about? The big answer. Robe, robe is a hint in that. I know we call them so gowns. here's the deal. So whichever one gets the right answer to that first or the best sleep tip will pick. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll give it to you. Also. So yeah. if you have the best sleep tip, Matt, there you go. Matt Kendall says... Um, Melatonin. I, it works for me as well. I don't, I know that I, a lot of people say it doesn't work for them. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I, I can do melatonin and it doesn't do anything for me, but right. Um, yeah. And I've done, <laughs> we've tried a lot of things. I've done marijuana. I've, tried. I've, I've done, Oh, hold on just a second here. Yeah. You've, um, I know you've tried a lot of sleep remedies, right? Oh, so Kim, hold on. You guys, my son just sent a picture. Oh, okay. One, two, let me see if I can get this. Look at him right during your show. Good job. Yeah. Well, he grew up with a news family, you know. <laughs> he knows to get it to Let me see if I can get this. I want to find this video here. Okay, so one, two. Oh, Jess, it doesn't come on. Oh. You know why? It's not, it has to go through Final Cut. Okay, you know what we'll do? When, when um, I'm going to put up another commercial here. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is Jesse just sent me this video, and it has the bridge that's damaged. It's perfect. Oh. See it. Oh, yeah, we need and, to see this. Let's see. Is that just a picture or is that a video? Oh, it is a picture. Wow, that's bad. Oh, no. Okay, we oh, need to I see this. That is. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Here's what I don't know if I, how I'm going to. Oh, maybe. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know how to do this. Wait, hang on, everybody. <laughs> You're being part of the production here, everyone. I know, right? We're all waiting to see this picture. He's talking Oh, it about. still didn't come up. Oh, Jess, I don't know how that worked. Um, He's trying to help his dad with his show, too. What a sweet son. Is there another version? Yeah, and I'm wondering if other people who are in the area who are watching could send send us your... This is a bridge. What it, oh, wait a second. I know what I can do. What the hell? Kim, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting smarter at my old age. Watch this. <laughs> Why don't I just take a picture? Then I know I can get this done. So let me do this. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to run another ad here and I'm going to see what I can do to get this picture up there. Yeah. And, we're curious now to see this. Yeah, okay. Hold just a second. And get more than a workout. You get results driven fitness and nutrition help. No matter where you're starting in your health journey, you get luxury club benefits. 
A heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of Neighborhood Gem. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Okay, so I got to tell you, Kathy and I are right now going through the gym, try to find a gym place. Right. And to find a gym with everything that Elements has at all of their gyms, the sauna, right. the steam room, uh, the nice showers, the locker right. room. That's just that they offer it at every location, which is so lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and we can't find it. I mean, we found yeah. two gyms and they have um, – I should be careful because I'm going to end up joining one of them. <laughs> they have swimming. No, they should know this. They have swimming pools, but the water is like 80 degrees. You can't oh. swim in 80 degrees. It needs to be 77 to 78 degrees. And it makes right. a difference. Right. And so you're going, it's like, what? I, I can go get in my bathtub and, I know. <laughs> you know, do laps with 80 degrees. It's like, who the hell is oh, Hopefully they can change that for you. Uh, I, a lot of people like it warm when they're doing their water classes, but I, you well, can't. Maybe, maybe me bitching here live on on Facebook will get there you somebody. Go. Like, you guys need to fix your pool. So. <laughs> Rick <laughs> says your pool's too hot. <laughs> Just is it working? Um, okay, so I found the picture. I'm gonna go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bring up um, another ad, and then we're gonna do. Um, uh, Bill's news. I'm going to get a way to get that picture. Okay. Yes. So again, you guys get a free month membership to any of the elements, the three. Right. Elements. You guys chime in with the graduation answer or the best sleep remedy. If it's, a, if it's the best one, we might just give that to you, but I bet you can find the answer to the gown question. All right. Here's Bill. Good evening from the news radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW studios. I'm Bill London and I am a thrill ride. Wee, wee. I'm dizzy. All right, here's a look at some of the stories we're following, and one of those comes from Rick's backyard, and that would be Montana. Today, Governor Greg Gianforte declared a statewide disaster due to destructive flooding in southern Montana. In a statement, he said, with rapid snow melt and heavy rains, communities in South Montana are experiencing Severe flooding is destroying homes, washing away roads and bridges, and leaving Montanans without power and water. Jim Forte said that today's disaster declaration will help impacted communities get back on their feet as soon as possible. And I've asked state agencies to bring their resources to bear to support these communities. Now, Montana Fish and Wildlife and Parks yesterday closed Yellowstone River in Parks all recreational use due to public safety risks. The historic flooding in the Yellowstone watershed destroyed homes, bridges, and other infrastructure. Yellowstone National Park closed all entrances to visitors and evacuated the north side of the park. The road into Gardner has seen significant destructions from flooded Yellowstone. Waters continue to rise in many communities. Red Lodge and Livingston saw evacuations with Livingston Healthcare needing to evacuate patients. Well, yesterday was a bloodbath on Wall Street. Today, more mixed. Uh, yesterday, the S&P 500 slid into the bear market on fears that red-hot inflation is going to prompt more aggressive rate increases from the Federal Reserve. Today, the S&P fell about 0.4%. The Dow was down about a half a percent. The tech-focused NASDAQ composite was down 0.2%. But the biggest hammering was on cryptocurrencies with Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin falling further below 23,000 as investors dumped their most speculative holdings. All eyes this week on the Federal Reserve because on Wednesday they could consider a larger than expected 0.75 percentage point increase. Well, Representative Kurt Schrader got significant support from National Democrats in his campaign against progressive Jamie McLeod Skinner, but after he lost, Schrader isn't doing his party any favors. In his first interview since defeat, Schrader told a local television station he believes McLeod Skinner will lose the race for Oregon's 5th Congressional District in November. He said, the red wave begins in Oregon, Oregon's 5th District. And he said, that's unfortunate. Schrader is yet to endorse progressive McLeod Skinner and says, though he may for governor endorse centrist Betsy Johnson's gubernatorial campaign and not Tina Kotek. According to Schrader, I think people are exhausted with the extreme far-right Trumpites, and I think they're concerned about the socialist drift on the Democratic left. He says that opens up the middle. Lori Chavez de Ramer, the former mayor of Happy Valley, won the GOP nomination in Oregon's fifth. Democrats, of course, will paint her as far too extreme for the district. Speaking of endorsements, and this one came as a surprise today, Betsy Johnson was endorsed by Bridget Johnson. Now, she ran in the gubernatorial Republican primary as a staunch, hardcore conservative. In a release today, Barton said, as conservatives and Republicans, we need to elect a governor with guts and common sense, because when the leftists scream and riot, we need someone who won't run and hide, someone with nothing to lose someone with a track record of doing hard things, someone we can trust, even if we disagree with them sometimes. She said the only way to stop Kotech and put a hard stop to the 40-year decline is for Oregon Republicans and conservatives to unite behind the non-affiliated candidacy of Betsy Johnson. After evaluating each candidate, according to Barton, only Betsy shares my urgent focus on the critical problems threatening Oregon families. Rising prices, crime, homelessness, substance abuse, failing schools, problems the weak partisan politicians ignore. She said, today I'm endorsing Betsy and my plan is to lead Republicans for Betsy. Well, it's now official. Clark County has finished processing ballots for the May primary by the statutory deadline, despite a printing error affecting tens of thousands of ballots and a bungled response from officials that caused significant delays in results in the weeks after the election. County Clerk Sherry Hall reported late Monday afternoon that the county had finished processing 115,314 valid ballots and said every vote was counted accurately. Well, we can believe her. She says it. you can believe it, little Mr. Little Missy. Staff and volunteers had to hand duplicate tens of thousands of those ballots before they tallied them because they were marred with blurry barcodes that made them unreadable by vote processing machines. Elections officials did not notice the bad barcodes until they sent the ballots out to voters. Oops. Despite learning of the problem two weeks before the election, Hall kind of blew a plan to have a massive in-person effort to hand duplicate the ballots. And that just left everything pretty much nuts. So this is an interesting lawsuit and it is over which election records are public. 
and it's headed to trial later this month as Oregonians, some of them, still continue to doubt the outcome of the 2020 election. Washington County's lawsuit against Tim Sipple is pretty much just a dispute over public records. Now, Sipple wants a file tied to the county's test of election software that was done before the May 2021 election. The county was ordered to release the file, but they instead sued Sipple, contending the file is not a public record and seeking a judge's order to stop the release. Sipple is a registered libertarian from Portland, and he started submitting records requests after the 2020 election when he saw a lot of people questioning whether they could trust the electoral process. And Sipple admits he hasn't found any evidence of fraud so far, and he says as much. Well, Washington County's case against Sipple started with a routine public records request. He wanted the SQL, that's the Structured Query Language File, a code used to create or modify the contents of a database for the test of the May 2021 election. As the county's lawsuit against Sipple unfolded, here's the irony, he actually found himself in possession of the very file he wanted to receive, the SQL database for the November 2020 election. Turns out that Janice Dysinger, a Gresham resident and Oregon Republican Party election integrity co-chair, had been requesting ballot images, ballot logs, and voter rolls from various counties. And when Washington County let her know a drive with her requested data was available, she asked Sipple to pick it up for her. And Sipple made a copy for his own use. And that's when he discovered the November 2020 SQL file mixed in with tens of thousands of other ballot images. Someone in the county accidentally put it in. Through his attorney, Sipple let the county know he had the file, and the county secured a restraining order. And under that order, Sipple can look at the document, but until the court case is over, he can't talk about it or share it. There you have it. Stay dry, Rick, and get real. All right, Bill and Kim. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> you know, I feel like right now is a really good time for a Dr. Bratlin commercial. Yes. Yeah, this is Dr. Michael Bratlin from Chris Dental. For all those of you that sat back and did nothing while our civil liberties were taken away from us the last two years, shame on you. Shame on you for not fighting for our kids to be back in school and not having to wear masks. Shame on you for buying into political science, not actual science. For all those who did nothing next time, and there will be a next time, don't be complacent. Actually fight back. I wonder how many comments he's got on his new billboard. Oh, hold on. You, you switch your question, Kim? Well, I was wondering how many comments he's had on his new billboard, the Elon Musk one. Oh, we boosted it out there um, in an ad. And as of today, I think it's 45,000. Wow. And it's, yeah, and it's all over the board. Some people really love it. Some people absolutely hate it. Right. Um, right. But what I find the most interesting is, is so it's Elon Musk and, and Joe Rogan. It's saying, right. thank you for sticking up for freedom. The big argument that I'm getting from most people that are yelling at me is because, well, they're just wealthy people and they, they, what, what, why, do, why would anybody spend their money to put that up on a billboard? That's so stupid. It's like, first of all, it's none of your damn business how somebody spends their money. <laughs> Dude, the message is pretty clear. It's about, I thank you for respecting freedom. That's a pretty right. clear message. And third, what the fuck does it matter how much somebody makes? Yeah. <laughs> and here's what kills me, Kim. The hypocrisy in this. Yes. These same people 
support people like Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, and right. people, um, yeah. Donald Trump, any of that. Yeah, they don't have any money. money. Right? So rich politicians are right. okay because yeah. they make millions of dollars off screwing deals on people like you and me and right. taking money. So they make all this money and somehow they're good. And people who make money with cars and doing podcasts and coming up with creative business ideas. Yeah. It's so oh, hypocritical. Right. Yes, it's very hypocritical when you think of it that way, though. It I mean, drives me insane mm -hmm. because it's always about rich. So what? People that have money are bad or do are they people who worked hard and they go, well, Elon Musk didn't make that money. His dad did. But he turned that money into some pretty big companies. Right. He came up with a lot of ideas there on right. his own, I would and, say. And I, what I've said to some of these people is, yeah, but here's the thing. I, I don't own a Tesla and I don't want to own a Tesla, but... It is an electric car and a lot of people own them and yeah. it is, you know, in their minds, it's helping the environment. Um, right. So that's, should be their man. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. You should support him if you like the cars. And, and the, uh, and I, what I like about Musk is he has Starlink and yeah. whether he created it or not, he's providing rural internet, good yeah. internet to rural communities that don't otherwise have it. And Important things to have. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's just so funny how people fail to look deep enough mm -hmm. and to see their own hypocrisy when they're doing stuff like right. that. So anyway, it's too bad that gonna, people get put down for doing stuff too. So he is actually Bratlin's coming on Monday. Oh, good. Just gonna have it. Just gonna have. Yeah, Kim goes. I'll be watching that. He cracks me up. We're just gonna have a, a discussion and a conversation about. Um, He's going to ask me questions and I'm going to, we're just going to do a Joe Rogan interview. Like, oh, okay. That should be fun. Just talking about life and what's going on. So mm -hmm. I got one more ad I got to show you here. Um, hold on. Trying to make what is very normal, more normal for the general population. Yeah, I think that's a great way to describe it. You know, Rick, is it the, the people that we work with are exactly that. They're people. They, they're, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the fact that they're not disabled, they're differently abled. Uh, we have people that, that are artists. We have people that make music. You know, we have people that have all kinds of other things that are really, when you, when you spend the time to get to know them, they're warm, funny, wonderful people who they just want to do what the rest of us want to do, which is fu fully embrace and live their lives and be part of the larger community. And, you know, and, and be out there and, and have a chance to engage and, and, and interact with folks and tell their stories and hear people's stories. So how many homes do you guys have? We have 16 group homes right now. Oh. Uh, and then we have probably about another 30 or 40 people that we support. I love what they wow. do because they I really know. do. Mark seems I need to meet him in person. He seems so nice. He's a great guy. And I think, you know, cause he's been around for a long time doing different things. And I, he, he worked, you know, I talked to him when I was running for office and stuff cause he's run for office before. I think okay. just from being around him, you know, and talking to him, yeah. being the, the executive director of this, this organization, Albert Taylor has really changed him. Not that he oh, wasn't well. a great guy before, but I right. think, I think when you get around people with different abilities like mm -hmm. that, it, it shows a softness to your heart maybe. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it makes wow. you see the world kind of bigger than your own little, because you realize, yeah, when you're around people with different abilities, it's like they, yep. they, the, the simple things are the, are the big things. Yep. And yep. You're not expecting, expecting it to happen, but it does. Yep. Mm -hmm. So today well, we have a good guess for our question. John came on and guessed that it was to prevent um, segregation, which was, 
it, it might be part of the gown thing too, but that that wasn't the one I was looking for. We can share it since no one guessed if you guys want well, to. Or you, the other thing you can do, Kim, is we can leave it because actually more people watch when it's not on right. live. Yeah, they um, can type. Okay, they can go ahead. And so they can type in their answers and we can go back in a couple of days and look for one and see who wins yeah. it. I got one more thing I want to bring up here, and this is a little video I shot today. Um, so just it's just like two minutes. Okay. At a crossroads in America, um, a great opportunity. We've gone through two years of lockdowns. We've seen what's really possible, what's not possible, <clears throat> and what we've noticed is we have a garden full of weeds, dandelions, crabgrass growing, um, Canadian thistles. And it's really tempting. We, Kathy and I live in a house now with a yard for the first time in 25 years. We were out working in it last weekend um, and for hours. And you realize really fast, you can either, you can make it look good really quickly, which is what cultured loves to do. We pull, they snap the heads off those dandelions, take the top of the crabgrass out, but we don't get to the root of the problem. We leave the root in. And what we don't understand is it's gonna come back. Unless you take a trowel and dig down in there, softly loosen that soil and get the entire root of the problem out, it will come back. And that's what we're living through right now. People in our country want emotional satisfaction. They want to feel good about what's going on. Well, a friend of mine said he was campaigning and people were just saying, when he knocked on their doors, they'd say, I just want, I just want to, we just want everybody to get along. We want to go back to how it was. We just don't want to fight anymore. We don't want to, well, guess what? Maybe you come to this point in our, in our country where we really stand up for truth and we stand against lies. And, and we, we go in there and we root out the bad stuff in our garden because it's not going to go away. And we can all make it look pretty and we tried that for years and decades and guess what it just came back and i think covid exposed a lot of weeds or let me put it this way i think the reaction to covid exposed a lot of weeds in the garden and they're not going to go away until we get serious about getting the entire root out of our culture so you kim, always have these best analogies rick you always kim, oh thanks so kim for me it's like it's not about getting along. Yeah. I used to feel that way. It's like, yeah. we all just need to get along. And I think right now the dangerous thing is that people are so tired of all of this, that right. we're at a place where if we just keep going, we may be able to break through it. But if we pull back yeah. and start acting like a bunch of pansies, yeah. um, we're going to be, we're going to get the cycle going one more yeah. time. And the temptation is to do that because you got all this pressure of people going, Rick, why don't you just be nice? You used to be such a nice guy when you were on the news. I used to like you. And they come at this and it's like, guess what? I don't care if you like me. We're moving. We have to move into something more, more, um, more real. Yeah. This. So you're not nice because you ask questions. That's what's sad. Right. Well, that and, and you right ask the wrong questions that they don't like. So there's two narratives out there. And right. Theirs is right or yours is right. And I really do believe the narrative that's right is probably in here somewhere. Right. But I'm, I'm not willing to compromise anymore on what I believe. And, and so people can either come or they yeah. can go. Yeah. And now you can speak your mind because we're not in the media. So. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So that's my thought. So Kim, <laughs> I, you're smiling. I think you're having a better day. I know it's getting better. Thank you. I know I was. It was not good, but I, see, go, we go just get our little conversation. Mom hugs, you know, hug. <laughs> and then pop him in the head a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry.
<laughs> yeah, she'll take care of that. All right, we will see you Thursday. Okay, sounds good. All right, Kim, see ya. All right, you guys, so the question's there. You can still answer that, and whoever does will get ten per, or get a month free at Elements Health Clubs, one of the three gyms in Lane County. Um, all you have to do is answer that question about why do graduates wear a robe or a gown at the ceremony, and if you get it right, um, Kim will go through and check, and we'll get that going for you. All right, tomorrow night, um, I have Ben Edel, and he is from Free Oregon, and he and I are just going to have a conversation. Um, we have nothing planned. It's just going to be talking about Oregon, talking about the United States of America, talking about what we think we need to do, and we're just going to get real about it. So that's tomorrow night right here, 5 o'clock West Coast time, uh, 6 o'clock Montana time. All right, I'm Rick Dancer. Have a good night, and we will see you tomorrow evening. Oh, share this on your page, too. That really helps. Um, I guess it's Facebook.